Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you. There was a beautiful song that came out back in 1969 called He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. I'm sure many of you remember it. When you're carrying the burden of someone you love, love overcomes the weight of the burden. Galatians 6 2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You remember what the law of Christ is, don't you? Right. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. The law of Christ is the law of love. We demonstrate that we are his disciples by that love. When we lift our brother up, we're following Christ. There are burdens that we can help with and burdens we can't. Right after Galatians 6.2 is Galatians 6.5, which says, For each will have to bear his own load. You may be tempted to see a contradiction there, but there isn't one. There are some loads we can share and some we cannot. So, does this mean that we are helpless at times? Not at all. There is a burden bearer who is always there, whose name is Jesus. I went through a time many years ago when I felt completely cut off from my friends and even my family. It wasn't their fault. It was just one of those times I had to go through. And while I felt alone where human beings were concerned, I was never alone. The presence of Jesus was sweeter in that time than I had ever experienced it. Remember, he said, I will never leave you. He has always kept that promise to me. People bear many kinds of burdens, but there's one that we all have that only Jesus can carry for us. It is the burden of our sin. 1 Peter chapter 2 says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. The sacrificial system of the Old Testament points in many ways to the coming once-for-all sacrifice of Jesus, the Lamb of God. Leviticus 16 gives instruction for the Day of Atonement, which happened once a year. Part of that ritual was the choosing of a scapegoat. The high priest would lay both of his hands on the head of the goat and confess all the sins and iniquities of the people of Israel. Then he would send the goat away into the wilderness, and it would ceremonially carry away the sin of the nation. The book of Hebrews in the New Testament makes it very clear that animal sacrifices can't really take away sin. Hebrews 10.4 says, For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. After this, the inspired author goes on to write, Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. 
Animal sacrifices were no longer required, but God's Son came into the world in a human body. I have never understood how God could inhabit a human body with its limitations, but I accept it by faith. Jesus came as a man, not just to demonstrate what a godly life looks like, although he certainly did that. He took on human flesh so that he could become the ultimate sacrifice for sin. As Peter said, he bore our sins in his own body on the cross. As he died there, like that scapegoat in Leviticus, he carried away our sins forever, never to be remembered against us again. Isaiah wrote in the amazing 53rd chapter, Surely, He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The Lord laid on Jesus the iniquity of all of us, all of my sin. Every sin committed in my entire life has been put upon the body of Jesus. Then with my sin upon him, he bled and died to remove it forever. Psalm 103 tells us that as far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. My family and I have moved a lot in our many years of ministry. Sometimes when we've moved out of a particular house, we have decided to get rid of a load of useless and unneeded items. This is usually a lot of work. The junk is loaded up, and then a trip to the dump is made. And while that's hard work, it's a great feeling when all the trash is gone out of your sight. But that feeling of accomplishment is nothing compared to the feeling of having all your sin taken away. In that much-loved hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, Horatio Spafford wrote, My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. One of our fatal flaws as humans is the delusion that we can fix all of our problems. We think if we get a lot of education, hire the best people, make a new plan that finally we will solve the human dilemma. I'm not sure why we haven't learned this lesson yet, because there is a deep, basic human problem that only Christ can solve. It's called sin. In his great love, God has provided just what we need, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The only thing left for us is to surrender ourselves to this one who can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. About three years ago, I went through several 
surgeries for a relatively minor cancer. Thank God it was not life-threatening. But in order for this cancer to be removed, I had to submit myself to the surgeon and his team. I had to climb up on the table and allow them to put me to sleep. When you undergo general anesthetic, you are in a state of utter helplessness. They could have done anything they wanted to me then, and I would not have been able to resist in any way. I had to have complete faith in the doctor. Most people will put their lives into the hands of a human surgeon, but they resist yielding themselves to the God who made them. Why can't we trust God like we trust people? I urge you today to put yourself under the care of the healer of souls, the Lord Jesus Christ. He only can cure your sin condition. When you do, you will be able to say with the psalmist David, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases. When I entrusted my body to the ministrations of the surgeon, he took the cancer away. When I entrusted my soul to Jesus Christ, he took my sins away as far as the east is from the west. I urge you also to yield yourself to Christ the healer. Let him carry away that intolerable weight of sin. He's the only one who can. Precious Heavenly Father, I pray for those listening to my voice just now, that if they have not laid their sins on Jesus, they will come to you, the healer of our sinful souls, and they will just kneel before you and, and lay their sins upon you, and just roll them onto you so that you might carry them away and bury them in the depths of the deepest sea. Thank you, Jesus, that you have done this for us. In your name, amen. My dear precious friend, uh, some of us in the Schenectady area are seeking to plant a church there. We've been at it for a little over a year. It's not easy, but we believe it's the work of God. God has brought us together. And uh, our church is called Bread of Life Anglican Church. And we meet on Sundays at 10 o'clock in the American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. And uh, if you're in the area, if you live around here, you don't have a church home, we'd love to see you. We would love to have a chance to minister to you and encourage you. And as always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.